Welcome everybody, this is Trevor Lee and this is episode number 87 of the Running 44 at 60 podcast. Now I've got a great guest for you today, Tracy Waite, who's a personal trainer based here in Cornwall. And Tracy is just one of the most energised, enthusiastic people you could possibly ever want to meet. So <laughs> it was a fantastic recording. I loved every minute of, uh, of recording with Tracy. And she's going to share with you some thoughts and ideas around the concept of personal training. She also talks about the community interest companies that she's running, which is doing, doing fantastic things for getting people active and out there and all that sort of stuff. So anything Tracy mentions in terms of how to get hold of her and all that, I'll put in the show notes. So let's go and say hello to Tracy. So Tracy, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Now, we met at the Cornwall Running Show, which you were one of the organizers of. Uh, how was that? Was that a great was that a good success for you? Yeah, that was super. Thank you for coming, Trevor. It was um, great to have you there. But yeah, it was really really good. We're actually um just organizing the next one for next year now so. oh well fantastic fantastic yeah. yeah it was good fun and there were there was quite a lot of people there i think wasn't there yeah yeah it was a great success the daytime was super busy yeah and and we you you led a few runs during the show didn't you i think i saw you running off with groups of people Yep, I ran, I led the uh, 10.30 group with Leah Atherton and our very own Stephen Cousins. Um, and we did like a, a guided run, but it was more of a tutorial on how to film while running. So that was that was super interesting. Yeah, so it was basically we were, I was guiding the run, but Stephen was, was um, creating the, the content basically it was really it was really cool though it was a definitely a, a different type of run than normal great stuff well we're, we're going to talk about personal training and we're also going to talk about the two community interest companies that you've got going as well so now when, when mm -hmm. I found out you were a personal trainer uh, my, my 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 vision of a personal trainer is that you know it's February it's 20 to 6 in the morning my alarm's gone off I look outside it's raining and I think oh god blimey and then at six o'clock there's a rat tat tat on the door and a personal trainer like <coughs> you shouting through my letterbox going come on I'm here we're going for a run and I'm thinking oh god you know <laughs> so is that is that what personal training's all about <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yes, to a degree, <laughs> that is quite, I do do that, yes. Um, but it's really funny because when you, you said to me we were going to talk about personal training, and I actually, it sounds really silly, but I Googled what does a personal trainer do, right, because I am quite a different um, PT than normal. So a personal trainer creates one-to-one -one fitness programs for their clients, motivating and guiding them to achieve their goals. Clients may wish to lose or get lose weight or gain muscle. And as a personal trainer, you'll teach them how to and help them how to exercise properly using workouts and specific plans. Yes, that is correct. But the way I train my clients is I'm a totally client-centered and client-directed approach. So what we do is I allow my clients to really um, take charge of their journey. Um, and we we both come up with a program to help gain recovery, relief and confidence through movement and mainly movement outside. So really focus on movement for wellness more than 
how we look um, more than, you know, getting into that that special dress or that bikini or, or whatever, or that six, you know, getting that six pack. It's more for movement for wellness to help with both physical and emotional health. So uh, just before we talk a bit more in detail about that, Tracy, for those people listening who don't know you, um, you know, what? how long have you been a personal trainer? What attracted you to it in the first place? Well, um, 10 years ago, I lost my father and I was um, grieving as, you know, as normal. Um, I self-medicated with alcohol for quite a while. And then I realized that this was probably the, not the most healthiest approach to um, a you know, fulfilling my life. Um, so what I did was I never ran, I, I never did any kind of exercise or anything. I worked behind bars, you know, I was paid to party basically. Um, but I just got on my bicycle one morning at five o'clock in the morning and I, I cycled in the dark and that became habit. I then got up the next morning and did the same and then the same and then the same. And what I found was while I was out cycling, I was able to process these, these, the, the grief, the, the feelings, the really strong feelings that I was feeling, um, the emotions. And I just, yeah, I cycled every single day. Um, and then I decided I would try running, which was massively embarrassing at first. So I was really bad at it. Um, and that's where the journey started for me. And what I found was, although as well as it improving my physical health, mainly it was helping improve my emotional health and the way I coped with the loss of my father and the way I coped with day to day issues etc and it spiraled into this incredible life change of how I looked at myself and my body differently um so fast forwarding on to 2015 that's when I qualified as a PT um and I just decided just before that just to almost give up everything and retrain so I did I went to Exeter um to train I was driving from here in Gwythium to Exeter to the the course I would get there at 6am in the morning to train in the gym first then we would start the course and then I would drive home and do all of the um studying and the um coursework afterwards and then I qualified as a PT in 2015 had my first ever client um 30 pounds that's all I was earning per week at one point um but I was really determined that this was an invaluable tool that movement for wellness so I could hopefully um help people along a similar journey as I was before when I was struggling. And did you find at that time, or have you found over the last, what, seven years or so, that this this is kind of what you were meant to be and what you were meant to do? Absolutely. I mean, especially now, like especially now when since I've opened up my community interest company and I'm really working, um, I'm offering a service for those that really need it, that have more barrier to maybe getting a personal trainer due to um costs or or you know kind of social barriers and um physical barriers and things like that um it feels like a vocation this is exactly what i was put here to do but i was i'm i'm here at the right time as well because if i'd studied um if i studied to be a pt in my like teens or my early 20s would i be as fulfilled as I am now, would I? No, probably not. So it came at the right time. 
it happened at the right time for me. And um, yeah, I'm definitely where I need to be right now. And do you find that people come to you uh, in the same kind of place that you were at when you found this journey? Are they looking for similar help that you kind of found for yourself? Yeah, similar. I think a lot of people as well, because I've always been local to this area, people did see this this change, this this kind of lifestyle change. And they they saw how things changed for me. Like suddenly I'm not down the pub, you know, um drinking all the cider um or all the <laughs> wine. And I'm I'm out running and I'm out cycling and I'm and I'm holding myself differently. I'm 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 I've got you know, more confidence in my abilities, um, both physically and mentally. Um, and people saw that. So actually at first, my first set of clients tended to be people that knew me and they saw this big change and they were like, Oh, crikey. Okay. Like, mm, I want a bit of that. I, I really could do with that right now because at the moment I I'm, I'm in a, in not a great place. So, um, yeah, I do feel that people are drawn to people at the right times in their lives. Yeah. Now, you uh, you mentioned about that, you know, the about how you, you know, it's about the way you feel and all that sort of stuff. And there's a great line on your website, which I, I've pinched. So I'm going to quote back to you. Using our bodies well, mm. we can truly feel happier. Mm. Yeah, I believe that 100%. So I... I had an operation. Well, I had an operation. I had several operations on my hips. I had an accident years ago and I fell through a roof and I landed on a marble table and it's an incredibly long, boring story. But um, in turn, I had to have some uh, major hip surgery. And um, I've now taught myself how to use my body well. So I, I... I'm less tight through my hips. I feel a lot happier because I'm holding less stress through through my hips, through my body. I feel confident in what my body can do more than how it looks, you know? So the focus is away from how I look now, how I look in clothes, um, how, you know, I present myself. And the focus is more now on, you know what, these legs can, they can take me around the whole of the Southwest Coast path if they, if, if I wanted to, if I chose to do that, that is what they would, they would, I know they can do that. And in turn, the confidence that gives me in the knowledge that I am strong enough, my body is strong, enough to do exactly what it is I want to do I mean that that's that's a pretty good happy existence and is that one of the reasons why people should you know think about working with people like you Tracy on the basis that it's it's not just that physical thing as you say it's that wellness thing that mental thing that kind of overall good feeling yeah it is it's um it's number one being accountable to somebody is, is is huge but also it's about i walk a lot this is such a cheesy line but i walk <laughs> alongside my clients at a similar pace i don't march in front i don't you know it's not guide i'm only there as an aid i'm just there to listen really um everybody knows the answers they just often need to say it out loud to somebody that believes in them and and that's that's kind of what it is. It's just being able to share the journey with somebody that can see the possibilities. So what sort of things do you offer, Tracy? We'll talk about the CICs in a minute, but what sort of things do you offer in your capacity as 
personal trainer in Cornwall? So I um, offer one-to-one coaching sessions. So and that is it's it's basically a coaching session. You come and and we we work on you know a series of exercises. Um, but through that that session, there's often a lot of um, talking and there's a lot of like delving into, you know, what is it you want from your week or what is it you want from today? You know, and then you put in kind of like small little um, plans into action. Um, so I do that as one-to-one personal training. Um, I also do online programming. So I have um, some ultra runners actually that are, um, they are doing that with me and they're, they're you know, they are training for tangible goals. They are training for that ultra marathon or that marathon or, or this event. They are actually training for that. But alongside that, we look at, um, lots of yoga, mobility. Um, we look at meditation, look at, um, are you fueling well? Are you feeling well? Are you sleeping well? And also making sure that family and, um, outside kind of, life commitments are not um they're not being interrupted by this huge training plan so it has to it's, it's very um like i say very client-centered planned for that individual and um, i offer that and then i offer things like startup programs where it's for people that really would like to introduce movement to their life but they've just a little bit stuck on how to do that so we meet up and we talk about their lifestyle their day um, their week plans and where we can implement these small areas of movement um, into the week. But also we look at other things like um, creativity, um, self-care, things like that, um, family time, solo time, you know, adventures, things like that. So, And have you noticed, Tracy, do you, and, and, and do you think um, that people are generally becoming a bit more aware of the fact that if they're active and if they exercise, it's better for them, they feel better for it. Do you think that's beginning to have an impact? Do you think people are generally getting getting that a bit more now? Yeah, I do. I really, really do. And you know what? Like, I think before people felt guilty about investing in themselves. They really felt guilty. We put, you know, like, uh, tend to put other people and other things first before we look at ourselves. And... And the guilt involved in that investment for our own self-care and our own, yeah, our own fitness levels and our own wellness. Um, I'm, it's really good to see that that's, that's not like, that's, that's leaving us. You know, we're all actually looking at how can we invest more in ourselves, which is brilliant. So, yeah, things have changed since, since 2015 when I started. I tell you, things have massively changed. Uh, that, well, that's great because I think I think we all recognise that you know we feel better if we're more active, more involved. You know, it's all good for us. So um, now, how do you? One of the things because I, you know, I do a bit of business coaching, and, and you know, I kind of, you know, it's full on when you're doing it. You know, you've got to be at your best all the time. Now, as a personal trainer, <laughs> therefore, I imagine that at that point you've got to be full of energy, full of enthusiasm. So how do you how do you keep that up yourself? You know, if you've got a full on day of clients, you know, and you're you're at your peak with all of them, you know, kind of thing. Uh, well, anyone that knows me knows I'm quite a, a, a hype high um energy person anyway so i i do um start every day with a smile and um i definitely believe that smiles attract smiles so that 
that kind of comes quite easy to me to, you know, be this kind of like happy, positive um, person. Um, but I have to make sure that I'm um, investing in myself as much as I'm investing in, in my clients' well-being as well. So I make sure that I have a monthly supervision um, so that I'm just keeping my mental health in check. And I get out on the trails as much as I can for me as well. So I start every day with a run. It's very small run in the morning. Often, sometimes it's a, it's bigger, but during the week, I'm incredibly busy. And as you know, with um, any kind of personal training, you have to start very early. So um, first thing I do is just get straight out there and I spend 20 minutes where I run out 10, run back 10 roughly. And I spend that time on me because that, that way, if, if the whole day is full with other things, I know that I've still started that day with focusing on myself. Um, and then I start the day with good intentions. So just making sure, I guess, that I do find those times in the day, in the week to make sure I'm checking in on myself because then I can give my all to who (laughs) needs me at that time. Uh, do you get it? Because I, I noticed there's a lovely picture of you having like a little power nap on the website. So are you a power nap person? Uh, no, that's not power nap. That's me um, laying on a tree. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a power nap person. Oh, my God, Trevor. I, do, I don't sit down long enough often to have a power nap. But when I run through, when I run through the woods, I am really partial to a tree hug. So I do like to just do a bit of forest bathing, lay on a fallen tree somewhere and just spend a moment. I am a bit renowned for that. So they are, I guess it's a power nap in in the fact that it's a bit of a recharge. <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely not a sleep. <laughs> now, tell us, about, uh, tell us about your community interest companies, Tracy, and what they're up to. Okay, so um, last September, I decided to open up a community interest company called The Weight Room. Um, and offer two projects, so two services locally. And one of them is a Wednesday walking group. I've been holding that walking group since last May. And that was um, designed for um, people that were suffering both with physical and mental health conditions, but also those that have been severely isolated, especially post-COVID. That's been phenomenal. That's just been so lovely. Um, We meet on a Wednesday at ASDA. It's all socially prescribed, so they're socially prescribed for the local GP surgeries. Um, And we meet and we just walk and we connect for an hour every single week. Um, And that's one of my projects that we have offered through the CIC. Um, That is currently um, funded by CRCC, which is a Cornish rural community charity. So big thank you to them. They've um, funded that uh, for 46 weeks. And then the other project and the other services are a service called Pack for Men, which is physical activity community for... um, physical activity community for mental emotional nourishment and this is outdoor training sessions designed for men experiencing mental health crisis again socially prescribed or signposted through um local support groups such as man down and local um, therapists etc what that is is a group of maximum six guys and myself we train down at Hale 
and we use weighted equipment such as slam balls, battle ropes, um, sandbags. And it's it's an hour where you're given permission to slam some heavy things onto the floor if you need to. Um, but it's just it's like an emotional release through physical activity. It's just again another coping strategy for times when that's needed. And it's it's being able to um, offer a service to those that really need it currently. Fantastic. Now, how do people find out about those two uh, the the two things you just mentioned there, Tracy? So I have a um, I have the weight room CIC page on my website. So okay. um, there's a web page on my Tracy Weight personal trainer in Cornwall website. Um, and there's actually a booking system there as well. So if people want to book onto any of those services, they can. Like I said, they are socially prescribed. So it would be a case of going through the GP surgery and speaking to your social prescriber. But people can contact me first. That's absolutely fine. And then I can guide and I can help signpost in the right directions. Or I can often signpost that person direct to the service after an initial consultation. Great stuff, great stuff. Now, before we wrap up and I ask you for a couple of top tips to get our listeners uh, into action, so to speak, from uh, uh, how do people, <laughs> what, how do, if people are listening to this and thinking, right, I need, to, uh, I need to get hold of Tracy and I need to work with Tracy on a personal trainer basis, what do they need to do to do that? And by the way, I'll put all the links to whatever you say in the show notes for everybody to easily find. Thank you. Um, again, through my website or find me on social media. I do have personal training, uh, Tracy Wake Personal Training, Cornwall Facebook and Instagram page, but quite happy to come through to my personal page because nothing is personal there. It's it, it's it's um, it's all open. Um, so, yeah, message me either through the uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook or the website. What about a couple of top tips then uh, for listeners, Tracy? The things that, you know, because the listeners of this podcast are, uh, you know, potentially listening to it because they're thinking about doing an ultra run or improving their ultra running. This is how it all started, this particular podcast. So any any kind of tips that, you know, for people to – because I, I suspect most people listening to this podcast just focus on running. Um, so any any tips for other things that they might do? Well, firstly, it's about mindset. So always remember, number one, nothing is too small. And we hear a lot of people say, oh, I just ran 5K or I just did this because there's this big thing where we compare ourselves to who we were or other people. So nothing is too small. And then another thing, and this is massive, is nothing is too big. Everything is achievable with the right mindset, belief and action. So it's just about discipline, training that that muscle with that discipline muscle. But I would say invest as much in your self-care as you invest in the miles that you run as well or the the hours you train whatever that discipline may be invest in the self-care as well great stuff fantastic oh that's really great that's really great that's thank you very well thank you very much for coming on the show and uh, sharing some really great insights for everybody and uh, hopefully one or two people will get in touch with you and want to uh, work with you so that'll be That'll be tremendous. And I'll put all the links to you and what you've just uh, shared, Tracy, in the show notes so people can find those. So uh, we're recording this midday-ish. So um, are you off for well, again this afternoon, presumably? Yes. I'm just about to have my um, lunch of um, avocado and salad, and then I'm off out for a run, and then I have um, clients through to 8.30 this evening. <laughs> Wow. 
Wow. Well, welcome a, to the life of a PT. <laughs> it's a busy old life, isn't it? So I really appreciate you fitting us in today. So uh, thanks very much indeed, Tracy. Thank you, Trevor. So thanks very much to Tracy for sharing her time today. And I hope that's inspired you. Now, I know most of you listening to this podcast are listening to it because you're either an ultra runner or you're a prospective ultra runner and you want to learn all about that sort of stuff as well. But, you know, just think about what Tracy said, particularly around that, you know, investing in self-care and, you know, that nothing is too small from, you know, so you don't have to run miles and miles and miles all the time and you don't have to run quickly, quickly, quickly all the time. You know, you have to get it right. And think about what Tristan said in the last uh, episode as well about running in the heart zone rather than just going, you know, as fast as you can all the time. Because, I, you know, I know lots of people who are runners and they're, they're, you know, the ones that are injured tend to be the ones who are going for it too often. You know, they're going fast, 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 fast or running too much, too much, too much, too much. So we have to look after ourselves. So let's make sure that we do that. Now, if those of you are listening, it's uh, listening at the time this comes out, then we are heading towards Classic Quarter and Southwest Traverse Territory, which are coming up at the end of May, beginning of June. So if you're in for any of those, then I can advise you to check out episode 62 of this podcast, which featured myself and Andy Williams. It would be around May of 2021, and it was the day after we both completed the Classic Quarter. So if you're doing that for the first time, and you want a few last-minute tips and all that sort of stuff, have a listen to that, because Andy and I talk through all you know our day in uh, about 30-odd minutes, 40, 35 minutes or something. We talk through everything we did and some of the little quirks on the course that you may not have picked up if you've been doing the recce. So hopefully that will be useful for you and as a motivational tool as well. And if you are running the Classic Quarter, which is on May the 22nd, No, no, sorry, May the 21st. It was May the 22nd last year. Saturday, May the 21st. Then don't forget, there's a pasta party uh, down on the Lizard at the start uh, on the Friday night before, on the May the 20th. And I'll be there as a speaker. So I'm going to be sharing some of my experiences. And it's obviously too late to share top tips about how to prepare. But I'll just be kind of giving a motivational talk as best I can for anybody doing that and just sharing some of the tips I would look out for you to do if you're a first-time Classic Quarter runner on the day. Hopefully you've done the preparation, you know where you're going, you've got all your crew sorted out and all that sort of thing. And also there will be Edward Chapman. And Edward's been on this podcast a couple of times. He holds the record for the most completions of the Kalahari Seven Day Desert Classic or whatever it's called. So fascinating guy. He'll be there speaking as well. So book your ticket for that. You can do it through the Endurance Life website. I'll put a link in the show notes as well. Thanks to Tracy, and I'm going to be going um, for a run with Tracy at some point towards the end of May, and we're going to do an on-the-run recording for another episode of the podcast, so look out for that. I've also got some great guests lined up, uh, hopefully in the next few episodes as well. I'm trying to put one out every Sunday now throughout the summer, so there's a challenge for me to, to make that happen. Right, thanks for listening. Don't forget, leave a review. That would be fantastic. Oh, and if you send me a screenshot of the review you left, I've still got a few books on that scheme where I, will, I offer people a chance to leave a review, send me a screenshot to podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk and I'll send you a copy of the first draft of the book, well, the first version of the book that's out now. So there we go as a thank you for leaving your review. All right, thanks for listening. See you next time.